Well, here you go, another podcast with Tony B's voice on it. <laughs> and yours, isn't it? Yeah, I'm here somewhere in the mix. You're right there. I'm right here. And yeah. How, how exciting. You get to hear us again. And we have another very special artist for you today. Yeah, look, we had a chat with this guy way back at Festival X yeah. in 2019. In Sydney, I was a bit starstruck to be honest. You were. He told us a couple of jokes. If you haven't heard the Festival X show, <laughs> dial your way back. That's on episode ten. Yeah, he has terrible dad jokes on there too. He does, but they're good. Yeah, in a shit way. In a very shit way. But it, we're it, talking yeah. about Armin Van Buren. Yeah, it is so cool to speak to someone like this because you know I, I know a lot of people that love Armin Van Buren, big fans. He has just ruled the dance and electronic scene for such a long time, in trance even. And it's so cool to speak to someone like this. Like when I was younger, I wouldn't have dreamt of speaking to someone like this because I didn't think that there was any opportunity. But now we get to see and hear about everything that he does firsthand. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing. Like I, I said in the last episode, mm. I'm someone that my appreciation for dance music and, and electronic music was mm. non-existent way back when like I started listening to R&B came from like blues jazz music and arguably real music what I would consider real music 100% and then from doing this show and speaking to people like Armin I go shit there is so much work that goes into this and it's not they are musicians in their own right that's funny you say that because a lot of people think that dance music and electronic music is very like oh yeah you just go on a computer and you you press a couple of buttons and the music's very standard and repetitive but it's not it really it really does tell a story and someone like Armin Van Buren who's built his name has done such a great job of you know making his mark and setting his name in a in a big form in the industry and he's so he's so so cool about it as well he's very much true to himself and people don't realize that he's a massive name and he does so well but he's still a person and he's so honest in our chat i had to embrace that part of myself because I'm me, I'm Armin Van Buren, and this is who I am. And if you don't like it, then that's okay too. You know, it's fine. But that's been a battle, to be honest. And this is why I love these podcasts, because you get to hear about exactly who they are. And someone like Armin Van Buren has a great story to tell, and he gave us so much time. So you'll love this. Yeah, he's the MVP, the AVB. (laughs) All right, Armin Van Buren. We love talking to superstars from across the world, uh, the hottest dance music stars. And Armin Van Buren, obviously, he's just a superstar. Absolute superstar. And we've spoken to him before and now again. And I'm, I've got goosebumps. I really do. I have goosebumps. How are, how are you going? Yeah, good. Um, you know, things are opening up again here. Uh, it's been kind of a, you know, a meditation, a global meditation for everyone. Uh, but actually... Uh, you know, putting things into perspective. Uh, I haven't been infected by the virus and I've, you know, I've spent a lot of time with my family, which was much needed, you know? So, and I've spoken to a lot of my colleagues and, and everybody said like, you know, the, the touring and, and being on the road was a bit too crazy. You know, it was a bit, so it's actually welcome relief, but now, you know, I think we're all over it. You know, we want doors to open again. We want life to start again. But I've never been more healthy, you know, stop drinking, uh, you know, working hard, exercising, having a, you know, normal day pattern also helps a lot, you know, going to bed at regular times. 
making sandwiches for the kids, taking them to school, you know, all that sort of stuff. So the normal people stuff, which is, which was good for a while. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, you know, things have changed for the better, I guess, in, uh, in the Van Buren household. <laughs> well, see, I see that. And I, li- I like the way you've, you've put it in perspective there, because, I mean, at the end of the day, we've had to deal with this and you can either look at it and go, oh man, this sucks and just continue to say that or just make a change, accept it. And then now come out with such an awesome track teaming up with Timmy Trumpet. Anita is great. or Like it's great, man. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's, it's hard it's to awesome. Yeah. Well, we've been infected by the track, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's a big problem over here. The track has actually infected us quite heavily so we've just been dancing all, all day it's it's, it's unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than COVID then <laughs> <laughs> no great track Timmy Trumpet what a great person to collab with because strong Australian artist and yourself uh, just make a perfect combination of talent yeah well I've been coming to Australia many years and I've met him many times you know we've been uh, sort of friends you know saying hi to each other all the time always said like you know let's do a track together one day and da 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 it, you know, it, it didn't really, you know, he was busy, I was busy, and he was really keen on making it happen. So I said, well, you know, what, what kind of direction are you looking for? What kind of direction are you thinking? And uh, he sent me a bunch of tracks, you know, I got, I think it was two two batches. The first one I, I didn't really feel. Then the second batch, you know, as it goes, when, when you co- producers collaborate, uh, you usually send about three, four tracks, you know, first one or two are almost finished uh, and three or four are usually rough ideas but Timmy sent me I think six or seven I don't know I can still in my email somewhere but he sent me six or seven and and um, the first two ones that he sent me were pretty much finished you know they're really good tracks but it was not really my DNA if you know what I mean you know it's really typical Timmy Trumpet uh, style and um, and then three and four were, were sort of you know, half finished ideas. And then five and six were just loops, you know, basically just, you know, very, very rough ideas. And I like that. I like very rough, rough ideas. So one of the two ideas, you know, the, the last ones was actually the Spanish sample with him using the trumpet. And I was like, wow, man. So I contacted him. I said, well, I know this is kind of all, you know, you wouldn't expect this for me to like it, but what is that with that Spanish sample? Well, he said, well, it's not a sample. So what do you mean? He said, well, it's my friend. He's from Spain or Mexico, whatever. And um, we've written this together. And I said, well, you know, I think it's nice because it's different. You know, it's, it's a bit cheeky. It's a bit, and I like the fact that Timmy Trumpet is actually playing the trumpet on the track, if you know what I mean. Um, and then, um, yeah, we, we uh, because we were a remote, you know, because of COVID, we couldn't come actually come together, which is what I like to do with all my collaborations. But because of COVID, it didn't happen. Uh, and then I had an idea. I said, well, you know, I've always been trying to make a follow-up to uh, blah, blah, blah. And the guys I work with on blah, blah, blah are based in the UK. So I said, Timmy, well, would you let me try something together with Bully Songs? Because I had this idea for like a chant, uh, you know, tequila, Ibiza, that kind of thing. And I dropped it at the... Uh, I dropped it at, at Bullies to say, like, look, this is my idea. Can we do some sort of a similar chant? And um, they said, well, you know, um, we actually really like this. And I said, well, think of blah, blah, blah. But then 
you know, give it a twist, give it a Latin twist, you know, something very different, something Spanish. So he actually did the vocals, Bully, together with his good friend Josh. They wrote the lyrics. And initially it was meant that his son, Aiden, would do the vocals again, like they did on Blah, Blah, Blah. But the vocal I got back from Bully with his son wasn't as strong as Bully's own voice, you know, the chant together with his friend Josh. So, um, yeah, I got the, the stems from Timmy and we started, you know, uh, finishing the arrangement and, you know, adding some bits left and right. And all of a sudden we had this pretty silly track, but, uh, yeah, it went down really well. And of course, a lot of people involved because the, the Spanish sample that you hear and the trumpet and the guitar, they're all like real instruments, you know, so all these people needed to be approached to get approval and this and that. So the track was already done. I'm not sure. I think it was February or March. And then we aimed for a release end of August. And then the track sort of, I forgot about it because, you know, it was uploaded and everything. And then uh, it was released uh, last week and it's doing extremely well on Spotify and uh, getting huge reactions from all over the world. So it's, uh, it's really a summary, a summary track. So I guess it's, it's uh, the timing's perfect for Australia, isn't it? Well, we're leading into summer now, so as it's warming up, but I think it's a great, great time for it. But I, I love that. I didn't realize that that was the background. I love, yeah. like, I love that Spanish vibe. And to me, I kind of thought if we were to compare it in any way to like a, a pop space, you had like Bieber and, and uh, Despacito, and you just know when it's done well, you can have, you can really cross pollinate genres like like a spanish vibe and that almost like flamenco dancing type suit yeah. and and like what you've yeah. you guys have done here i think it's a real awesome way to like to bring the world together through a track and go well you can be from here 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 and here but we're all coming together and, and this one track has brought cultures together and it, i think it's such a cool yeah, way of that. doing things you know thank you is that was that part of the thought uh, no, no the real answer is no i mean i really appreciate you saying that and i guess it makes absolute sense what you say but um no i mean the the plan was just to make something fun something that it would be so different for timmy and for me but we'd still be able to fit into our sets you know I like to call it silly, Armin. You know, I have, you know, I've done a bunch of serious tracks. Um, you know, I just released a new album last week, State of Trance Forever, which has a lot of, you know, classic sounding Armin collaborations with some of my good friends. Um, but, you know, now and again, I like to release a silly track. I don't know why, but that's just my, my character. And uh, You're a fun you know, guy. In the past. I, yeah. Well, I think if you, I like to approach a DJ set like a good movie, good blockbuster movie, you know. Um, if you watch a two, two hour good movie, which is like a two hour good set, then, you know, there's the, there's the, there's the car chase in there, there's, there's the bad guy in there, there's the, you know, there's the, the big finale. But there's always, a, you know, a, a funny moment in every, Every good blockbuster movie has a few of those moments that are hilarious, you know. And I think I like to be a DJ that likes to bring in that fun element as well. Something like, you know, like like Monty Python would say, and now for something completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes I feel sometimes I feel that dance music is so serious, you know, and it is serious, it's a serious thing. And but I like to break I like to play with that, you know, I like to stretch the boundaries a little bit. And that's why I did tracks like like blah 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 and ping pong and uh, 
uh, you know, turn it up. And, you know, it's a bit, I call it silly, Armin. And this is a bit part of silly, Armin. I'm not saying this is not a, a serious track, because it is, but it's a fun track. It's, a, it's meant to have, to, you know, when you're dancing to a good trance set or a good EDM set or whatever, and all of a sudden this track comes, comes along, then everybody's like, whoa, what's this? You know, it just, it just changes the mood a little bit, and it makes the set exciting, like a good movie, you know? It's, if, if you're in a really serious scene where there's a lot of fighting and chasing and whatever going on, and then all of a sudden there's a funny moment, then you don't expect that, right? It's nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. And that that's kind of the the thought behind this track. It's just a fun track. And I'm really proud that uh, Timmy wanted to collaborate on this. It was it was really a lot of work to get it done, especially legally. And you know, of course, he had to be happy with with the end result as well. So there was a, a lot of going back and forth. But working with the team of Timmy and Timmy himself, obviously, was was just amazing. You know, he's such a great guy. And he's huge, you know, he's blowing up also with his radio show. And uh, yeah, it's just, it was just a lot of fun. And I guess I've been doing music for such a long time, but it, the older I get and the more I've done throughout my career, uh, the more I'm looking for the fun element in what I do. Because I know that if I'm not having fun, it's really hard for me to be creative, if you know what I mean. Yeah, for but sure. You appreciate in studio, those moments. Yeah, if you're in a studio uh, with a bunch of nice people and... That has, you know, it, it, when you start out as a DJ, right, all you want is success and you want big stages and lots of people and lots of streams on Spotify. And it, it's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm kind of a little bit past that. Of course, it's still important, but it's not as important as it used to be. You know, I just I really ask myself every time, like, am I actually having a good time right now? Is this quality of life? And working with Timmy is is you know, was fun because he's a fun guy to work with. Very yeah. easy, very chilled. He was open to all kinds of suggestions, making changes to his original demo. And um, yeah, it was just fun. And and that is, yeah, I guess the most important thing. I'm not thinking too much about, oh my God, am I going to upset my trans fans? Or, you know, is this going to be a big commercial success? Or where am I going to drop this in my set? No, it is, I, I try to look past that. Just, you know, every try, every you're only as good as your last track and every track should be different. And Anita, you can say much about Anita. You can hate it or you can love it. Um, but it's a fun, you, you can't deny it's a fun track, you know? <laughs> well, that's it. Timmy's always been a party boy ever since he started and he always try to find the best of the best, what, what he can work with and what he really believes in. And he obviously has, he's teed you. I think we've spoken about Armin, uh, obviously you, to Timmy uh, uh, when we spoke to him last. And actually he was saying that he was going to do a track with you and he was very excited to work with you and stuff. And you were a massive inspiration to him when he was, you know, starting out. So this is great to see this all evolve in this dance industry and how you guys created it from, you know, just, you know, going across the internet is is amazing to see as well because how, how do you do that? Like I, I couldn't even, you know, believe how quality of the track is and you're saying you know how many parts to the track have to be created to make sure that this works and you know gets delivered properly and it's doing so well on the streams and we love it you are so funny i actually you know what's great is that we get to showcase i'm van buren the real side of you no one can see this except they see your music and now we get to speak to you and everyone out there sees how fun and exciting you are the last time we spoke to you you uh dropped a really good joke that we 
we obviously laughed before we talked to you now. Do you remember the joke? I'm just I'm just curious if you remember talking to us and telling us a joke last time you spoke to us. It was thousand oh, bucks, thousand no. bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, the 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 twelve inch pianist. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Do you have any uh, yeah. any new ones on the, uh, under the under the belt there? <laughs> We're just just curious. I got I got a kid uh, waiting for another joke, and I'm I'm not too sure how to deliver it. <laughs> you would yeah, not be telling that joke to a kid. Nah, he's fine. <laughs> no, you're catching me a bit off guard here. To be honest, <laughs> no, I don't have any. Uh, no, I don't well, have let's any any big ones. Let's play that joke. It's a, it's a joke about the 12 inch pianist. You know that one? <laughs> no, but yeah, share away. Oh please! So there's a guy that comes into a bar. Yeah. And uh, he orders a drink, and he puts a 12-inch pianist on the on, on the on the bar. Yes, yes. And the, the, this little man starts playing. He starts playing the piano, right? Sure. Yeah. Cool. So the entire bar is like, "Wow, what's happening?" <laughs> and the bartender goes, "How do you how did you do that?" Well, let's see the guy outside. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He he grants all wishes. Really. So can I go and 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 can I can you look after the bar for me a little bit so I can go have because I have a wish. So cool. So um, barman goes out, comes back, and he's, he's completely disappointed. He said, um, well, what's going on? Well, um, I asked for a thousand bucks, and I got a thousand ducks. <laughs> and then the barman says, do you think I asked for a 12-inch pianist? <laughs> right. Right. That's a perfect example of just... You know, you're talking about the silly, silly Armin. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think that's a perfect example of like your personality. Your personality comes across in interviews like this, and mm. your personality comes across in your music. And I think that's that's so awesome. And and it's that you find it so important for that. To, like it should be. The music needs to be a reflection of who you are, and because that's the only way you will be able, be able to connect with with others yeah. properly. You know, like. Well, oh, um. I want to say something about that because it's not easy. You know, I, 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 it was a long battle, you know, with therapists and everything to accept myself for who I am. Cause you know, um, one of the scariest moments in my life was releasing, you won't believe this, but one of the scariest moments in my life was releasing tracks like this is what it feels like and ping pong, because I knew I was alienating some of my fans and, and, you know, if you have a close connection with your fans and they mean a lot to you, you know, you, it's very, you, you can be stuck in a trap of just wanting to please them without actually looking who you are and, and making music from the heart. And, you know, all my songs come from my heart, whether it's, you know, my coolest underground record, my most emotional track or track like Anita or blah, blah, blah. And it's, I found out that I can't pretend you know, it's super hard to make a, a really serious track in a studio when you're actually in a silly mood and vice versa. So I, I, I had to accept, I had to embrace that part of myself because obviously I look at other DJs and other artists that are successful and I, I dream of being them, you know, but I, I came to accept that I'm not them. I'm me. I'm Armin Van Buren and this is who I am. I can't be, you know, Martin Garrix. I can't be... Uh, Carl Cox or whoever and I, I just have this is who I am and if you don't like it then th that's okay too you know it's fine but that's that's been a battle to be honest and, and, and Anita is just 
another sign to my fans saying, look, you know, uh, I'll, I'll keep doing silly tracks, but I'll, I'll also keep doing the, the other stuff that I love. And um, I found out the hard way that if I'm not having fun in the studio, like I said before, then I can't make music because I was stuck in that, you know, writer's block. And the only reason was I was trying to create a track that my fans would love. But that never works, you know. I have to make a track that I love because I'm the one in the studio, you know, riding the car. So, and that's, you know, sometimes you get tracks like Anita. And I'm not trying to defend myself, just trying to explain that this is the process, you know, no, this is how that, it yeah. works. And, and, and there's a lot of tracks like Anita that, that don't even see the light of day because they're just, you know, uh, it, 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 you, you can't get a deal done or, you know, there's something with a sample that you use, you can't use, or it's, there's a lot of things that, that don't end up actually being a release, but Anita made the cut, which is amazing. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of that track, but I also know that it's very different, but look at it this way, you know, all the music that has been successful, you know, the classics of now, they're all tracks that were once released and they were, you know, raising some eyebrows in the early start. You know, when I first played Blah, 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 a lot of eyebrows were like, what, what's he playing? <laughs> you know? Uh, and now it's, it's a smash. Same thing with This Is What It Feels Like. When Pete Tong premiered that on Radio 1, the amount of shit that I got sent to me from my, you know, from my longtime fans was, you know, it was really hard to deal with. It was really a struggle. It was like, oh, this is pop and this is not trance. And I was like, you're right. This is pop. This is not trance. But this is me too. You know, this is who I am. And uh, I, I guess... That, that goes for everything, everybody in life, you know, you have to embrace the fact that you are unique and that you have your own unique qualities given to you by your higher power, whatever that is. And, you know, you have to embrace that. That's the beauty of life as well. And uh, I you know, finally come to terms with that. But in, in saying that, I, I actually spoke to a fan of yours um, actually last week and I you know mentioned that we're going to speak to you. She lost her mind. She's a massive fan. I, I reckon probably number one fan. Her name's Lara. Anyway, she, she was saying that, you know, like everything you bring out and, and touching on what you just said then, you know, you're saying that you brought out a track that may have, you know, confused a few of your fans, you know, long-term fans. But I feel like even if you did, uh, they still adapt to the sound. They may, you know, have a new exp exploration of uh, dance music. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I didn't like it before, but now I like it now because you're sort of introducing yourself into the world of that style of music where they may have not liked before. And they're going, well, accepting is probably a good way to, you know, you know, love this kind of music that you're playing for them and they, they're going to dance to it anyway. They're going to love it anyway. And I love, I actually love this track because we love the pop side of dance music as well, as well as your original stuff as well. So I, I think you've done a very good job of making it a cross-pollination of both worlds of Armin Van Buren. And the funny side is epic. You need to have fun in, in the dance scene. You got to have some fun in, in the, on the dance floor. Yeah. And I love that it came out of, it came, like being able to create a track like this that generally, and knowing Timmy, the person he is. Yeah, crazy boy. Yeah. But like... <laughs> to be able to create a fun track like this with someone like Timmy when you're not in the same room, I just find it incredible yeah. because, like you said, there were so many moving pieces, even the fact that it saw the light of day with all these approvals that would have had to go down. But even just not being in the same space, creating a track like this, and I can feel that mm. energy even though you weren't together. Like, I think that's incredible. Surely you look at it look back on it and go, how did we create a sound like this? 
when like like you said, tech, <laughs> typically you do like to work with people in, in studio, you know? Well, the, the, one of the thing, one of the good things about COVID was uh, I've made a lot of music, actually a little bit too much because I've been releasing a, you know albums and tracks almost every week, which is not making Spotify particularly happy, but. Uh, we don't have any space on our drives. <laughs> Stop making exactly. music, Armin. <laughs> yeah, it's but it, it it was just so productive because I had a lot of you know space in my mind. You know, we have this little beach house where we go every weekend. So at the weekends, I would be at the beach with my family, uh, chilling out, working out, just spending time with friends. And I, you know, I hadn't done that. I haven't done that in such a long time. Um, so I felt really relaxed. So, and, and Monday mornings, kids go to school, I go into the studio and have that to have that routine is something I haven't had for a long time. So literally working every day in the studio, Monday to Friday, every day sitting in the studio. So then that's when you get to know your equipment because you have time, you know, so you know where your good samples are, you know, what kind of sounds you like. So you finally have time to go through sound banks find all these silly sounds or whatever not. So when Timmy approached me with this idea and we started working on it, I was ready because, you know, I had made all these other tracks. So I quickly know my way around my studio to sort of, oh, I want that. And now we can use this sound and we can use this sound and we can arrange it like this and this and this. And we were super fast because I work on it together with my studio buddy, uh, Benno, who works on uh, almost all my tracks. Uh, so we, we actually arrange and produce together, which is what I love. It's just a lot of fun. And also it keeps, you know, it keeps you going from, you know, oh, I don't know how to do this. Let's play some PlayStation. But you don't do that when you're in the studio with someone else. So you're very, very productive. And uh, so it was just fun. You know, uh, we work on the track a little bit. I've sent it to Timmy. Uh, you know, obviously you guys are in different time zones. So next morning when I would wake up, he would have had some comments or worked on it a little bit more and he sent it our way. So when he was asleep, we would work on it again. So and then bounce it back to him. And then he said, oh, I like this. And then obviously, thank God for internet. Thank God for Zoom and FaceTime and whatever not. So we did a couple of those sessions together. So to talk about, you know, this little section, are you happy with this? And then da, 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 da. So yeah, this way of working, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's not ideal because you want to be in a studio with somebody. But if you have to, then, then this is actually fine. Yeah, it's really good. Well, there you go. The the perfect combination of dance music put together. I'm Van Buren and Timmy Trumpet. Anita is out. You know what? I need a party right now. I need a party, man. I, I need I need a party. So uh, I yeah. need a party. I'm sure this, he created this song so that I can say that a few times. <laughs> I need to get I'm Van Buren. I need, a oh, I need I need to have a drink with you when you come to Sydney. I can't wait for you to party with us. Let's do it, guys. Let's, when, uh, when when the world is open, I think everybody will appreciate what we took for granted for many years. So, you know, I really hope that Australia opens up again and after this horrible COVID story is over and then we can finally party again. Well, yeah, yeah I, I just heard before you said you invited us to your beach house. Is that, <laughs> is that what you said? Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, well, if you're up in Holland, you know. If <laughs> I was ever, planning yeah, on there tomorrow. To <laughs> yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to go there. That'd be great. Now, thank you so much for your time, Armin. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a, have a lovely evening. Yeah, you too. You too. And I've just got to say, hey, it's it's awesome being able to mm. hear, share stories like that and being able to like, I, I already know the exact bit, being able to just say, be who you are. It's such a good message. Yeah, such you, a great message. Yeah. Be who you are and, and just just do you. Yeah, it's bro. so good. Delivering so a lot of emotions to the yeah. world out there. The fans do love you. So it's a it's a great thing. Yeah, it's a scary thing, but it's it's the only path. 
what, what, what's the quote again? Uh, the cave you fear holds the treasure you see. Ooh. Oh, that should be, I'm, I'm going to write that oh. and put on, put on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> write it on the tile. <laughs> well, look at that, Armin Van Buren. Mm, who would have thought? Like, he, he's just a great guy. He's an all-rounder and he, he does love talking to us. Let's be honest. He, I, I learn so much about him every single time we talk to him. Festival X, as I said, go back. Check out the episode as well. He's he's on there. He tells a bit of a joke. And this time, he just... He had a very interesting fella. I said fella. <laughs> fella. <laughs> right. Yeah, in- interesting word, eh? Well, you know who's I've never another... used that word before. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did, Zanon. <laughs> another really interesting fella. <laughs> Tommy Shades from Bombs Away. Yeah. So he's rocking solo right now. And, and he's killing it as well. You know... Sketch used to be on Bombs Away, you know, they they split apart in a very amicable way and it's and it's really cool to see how much he's progressing and where he's going with his music. Now that I'm more hands-on with the net with the actual dialogue, talking to the record labels, talking to the PR people, working out collaborations and stuff, it's it's just pushing me even more. I'm just getting pumped up. So way too pumped up. I literally need to like calm down for a couple hours before I go to bed. Well, that's Tommy Shades on our next episode of More Than Music. <laughs>